Welcome back to The Verge Studios for another episode of Pardon Our Promotion. I'm Scott Johnson. I'm here with Bob Savage. How are you doing today, Bob? Wonderful. Great awesome. day. Awesome. Looking great. Oh, thank you. Look you too. Sure. <laughs> Bring out my guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> today, what I want to talk about is the promotional schedule. Something that, you know, starts at the uh, conclusion of the season. So a lot of teams right now, I mean, we're sitting in the fall, a lot of, we're about to be sitting in the fall. A lot of teams are talking about the promotional schedule for the 23 season and working through that. And there's a lot of different ideas and concepts that go into a promotional schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and there's a, you know, surprisingly, there's a lot of different thought about it too. Um, So what I want to talk about today is kind of what your thought is, and we'll talk about what I think about it. I'm going to start off though, by reading you a quote from The Tipping Point, a book by Malcolm Goldwell, or Gladwell, sorry. Um, We'll just start, we'll start here and discuss it a little bit. So, Think for a moment about the last expensive restaurant you went to, the last expensive piece of clothing you bought, and the last movie you saw. In how many of those cases was your decision about where to spend your money heavily influenced by the recommendation of a friend? There are plenty of advertising executives who think that precisely because of the sheer ubiquity of marketing efforts these days, that word of mouth appeals to have become the only kind of persuasion that most of us respond to anymore. So to me, that's saying that word of mouth is the most important. It totally is. You probably, especially today of, of uh, you know Netflix and binge mm-hmm. watching, you know. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, what's your favorite show? It, what's right? your favorite? What have you been watching lately? Right. Uh, it doesn't come from the advertisement. It come from radio advertisements. Or what's your favorite movie you went to lately? Or yeah, especially cars. When somebody buys a car, uh, yeah. they are the advocate. Of course, that's their car. So they just totally advocate for the car that, they, you know. So, yeah, I, I in restaurants, mm-hmm. same thing. You know, I hear this place is great. Let's go try it out. Yeah. It isn't, I heard this on the radio that it's great. Right. <laughs> Let's try it out. Yeah. Uh, so how does that translate to the show, though? Um, you know, how do we, obviously, you know, people are going to experience your show and, and they, you want them to talk about it, but how do you encourage that? Like, how, do, how does an organization go about um, increasing the chances of, of their product spreading by word of mouth? Well, uh, and one thing is impactful moments. Sure. Um, again, the reason why you're going to go and tell me about a restaurant you went to is because they had the best buffalo wings I've ever had, yeah. right? That was an impactful moment for you. Um, and, and so it's the same thing in, in another podcast, we were talking about be a national entertainer or emulate a national entertainers mm-hmm. and they make impactful moments, right? So it's the same thing. If a crowd has a really good time, um, you know, in, in, um, in baseball, you know, one of their impactful moments is fireworks. You know, they, they, they draw, people have a really good time. They talk about their fireworks show. They did, they look at the pocket schedule and maybe to find out when the next one is cause they had such a good time. So, you know, maybe another one might be uh, Bark in the Park Night where, you know, they had such a good time and they talked to other dog owners. Hey, that was a lot of fun. We brought our dogs out. They had all these little events going on. So those impactful moments cause a word of mouth to start. Right. And actually it happens the other way, too. Uh, That that really crabby ticket taker or concessions (laughs) operator um, can cause the opposite reaction to happen. Certainly. In fact, there's a. Um, I'm not sure if Zig actually came up with it, but there's a, a motivational speaker named Zig Ziglar. Yep. He used to say that not everyone in your business is in sales, but everyone in your business can lose a sale. Mm-hmm. 
And that's really important to think about. I kind of yeah. got on a little tangent there, but those impactful moments really cause word of mouth to happen. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I really like to do when I'm planning a promotional calendar is, you know, I'll, I'll start by identifying what are my sellout games? What are the games that I'm going to have the most people at based off of, you know, previous years and things like that. And then I will put all my promotions or my, the bulk of my money promotions will be spent on those days so if it's, why is that um so i want to add i want to stack promotions so those games are going to have the most people and the more things that we do at those games the more entertaining things it's going to affect more people so that's how i i like to encourage the word of mouth because you know i'm not only doing fireworks maybe i also have an appearance that night or maybe mm -hmm. i'm also doing some kind of special um element for the kids maybe it's a candy drop or something like that in addition to fireworks that's a great idea. So uh, in, uh, um, and as long as we're on the baseball thing, of course, mm -hmm. hockey is uh, hockey and small colleges. They're just getting into their promotional schedule that they planned over the summer. Sure, sure. So we we did it backwards where we're talking about baseball. But as long as we're on baseball, um, July fourth is one of the biggest nights that you know. Usually the baseball team will have fireworks, and usually they'll be a sellout. Right. So there you have people that might have never come to your facility before in their lives. Yeah. And and at that point in time, yeah, they got it. They, it can't just be fireworks, and it can't be just a boring game. Right. No offense to baseball fans, but it can't be a boring game when, where they're just kind of mailing it in until after the game when the fireworks happen. Because then you're putting all your eggs in one basket. What if it rains yep. in the ninth inning and everyone yeah, has to you know, home, right? Yeah, so you got you got a captive audience. Not only can you should you entertain them, you should tell them that if they're having a great time. Yeah. To tell other people. Yeah. You know, I used to host a long time ago. I, uh, I would in my early consulting days, I would pick up the mic and and, and host or I would teach an on field host how to host uh, based on my years as a, as a blues brother and kind of how to talk to talk to crowds. And one of the things I would tell hosts and we maybe could put this in another episode is it's a you're not an MC. You're a host. It's a different vernacular. Right. Yeah. right? You're not a PA person. You're a host. That means if you really look at that the, the the word, you're looking at the fact that you're I'm welcoming I'm hosting you, I'm welcoming yeah. you into my house. Yeah. Okay, come in my house, let's have a good time. If the host has that kind of mindset where all of those people in front of him are are their his guests or sure. her guests, right. um, then he's not talking to those people. He's enjoying the whole night with those people he or she is yep. so at the end of the day or even hey wasn't that awesome maybe it was for a great first pitch right you know or the kid the kid threw it way over the top of the guys and it bounced off a mascot's head whatever happens yeah. right uh, reinforce that <laughs> that was hilarious yep. you know it, 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 it laugh with the crowd have the crowd but man you have to tell your friends and neighbors about that and invite them out and let's have a good time together next week yeah you know? a lot of the time i see you know executives and stuff you know you gave the fourth of july example they're like well the fourth of july sells itself you know we don't need to do anything like we don't need to encourage people to come they're going to come anyway mm -hmm. um which that's true and that that could save you on your marketing efforts but for those people that are there it's you need to take advantage of those 10,000, 5,000, whatever your, your stadium holds, whatever it's at, you need to take advantage of them being there. So stack your promotions, do your best things, do your best elements for those games, because those are the games that people are going to go talk about. And you only get, you know, 
10, 15 of those a year, depending on your schedule. For hockey, it's obviously much less. Right. Um, so, yeah. The other thing is kind of being on. Um, you know, the, uh, when I walk through a stadium and maybe it's a half hour before gates, you know, and the gates open, you'll see, now that I point this out, you'll, you'll be like, oh my goodness, this happens all the time. You'll see somebody walking and going to sit down in their seats. And the game hasn't started, you know, the gates just open, or what we like to say is curtains. Curtains are up. Mm -hmm. The show is starting. Somebody's walking down and sitting down in their seats. And they sit in their seats for like two minutes. But they wanted to come down and look where they were. And sit. Guess what? First time fans, first time there. They don't even know where their seats are. So they went right, right there and sat down. Actually, I did that the other day at a concert. Wanted to find out where it was. Yeah. And then I went and got concessions and sure. stuff. So those fans are like prime opportunity. You want to talk about an impactful moment? Have have a, a usher or the on-field host or whoever's around grab them, shake their hands. It's a great How idea. you doing? Where are you from? Yeah. First time here? Most likely they'll say yes. Yep. And then you can tell them about what's going on and how good the franchise is. That person's going to go home and they're going to say how cool it That's the, mentioned cheers in another podcast. That's the norm moment <laughs> yeah. where everybody knows your name right right when and they'll come back because yeah. of that that's a, that's really insightful actually just so i've noticed that too when i'm producing it's so the little littlest things if you notice you know fans interaction if you notice what they're doing if you can the littlest things you can do to make their experience just a little bit better you know, for them is highly impactful. Whether it's, you know, you see a kid sitting there with his mom or dad and you, you don't have a play ball kid, go grab that kid to be the play ball kid. And that'll change their experience completely. Um, and it's something that takes very little effort on a producer or show caller's part. Right, absolutely. And, and uh, here's another one. I mean, um, the front office staffs, you know, they range anywhere between just a couple of people and it's a very small organization up to 30, 40, 50, you know, and major league it's even more than that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so often I'll see uh, the front office people, um, not the concessions people, not the ticket takers, the ushers. Those are out there amongst the crowd anyhow. Uh, and we can get to that in a minute. But I'll see the front office people accumulate. And there might be three or four of them. And they're standing next to each other watching the event. And maybe even just commenting on whatever. Their bad day, their good day. Sure. They're kind of they're there because they kind of have to be there. Um, but those people are brand ambassadors. They've mm -hmm. got you've got a you've got the Grizzlies logo on your shirt, right? Yep. They're standing there with the Grizzlies logo on their shirt, and they're maybe looking at a TikTok video, yeah, yeah. right? Instead of actually literally working the crowd, yep. they yeah. could be walking up and down the aisles, shaking people's hands, saying hello to people. They um, literally picking up a cigarette butt. Well, I shouldn't say that. I actually saw somebody picking up a cigarette. A, a president of a team. I thought that was so cool. Mm -hmm. I saw that the other day. But picking up some, you know, maybe wiping off a concession stand where the mayonnaise is, all that adds to that. The fans notice that oh, yeah. because you're those people are wearing you're wearing the brand, yep. and so they notice what you're doing. And so if you're out there, just again, they're in your living room and you're hosting. That makes a big, big yeah. thing, a big impactful moment. Yeah, always be smiling, always welcoming, always, always, always on. And, and you know that's a that can be a whole another topic for for another episode for sure, and, and I'm sure it will be. But you know, there's obviously a lot that goes into you know planning a promotional schedule, and this is you know this is this just a small part. It doesn't go into you know some of the detail on you know when you want to do stuff, things like that. But you know this is 
more of a psychology of, of how you're thinking about your promotional schedule, when you want to do your impactful moments and things like that. So, so you were talking about the big nights. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Let's just, again, let's just say it's a 40-game schedule, right? Yeah. And you've got, let's just say 20%, eight big nights. What do you do with the other 32? So those, those eight big nights are usually going to be like Friday, Saturdays, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes maybe a Sunday here and there, maybe a Thursday. Um, the other nights are your, 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 your standard promotions, your two for Tuesdays, your wine Wednesdays, you know, your thirsty Thursdays. I, you know, creativity is good with those, but you don't want to put a whole ton of effort and resource behind, um, the promotions around those nights because there, it's you know at the end of the day it's going to be for naught. You should always have a good show, a good script, a well thought out script um, with good intent. But the amount of planning and production beforehand should be limited, um, in my opinion. I agree, but I do have to say that a lot of people will mail those in those nights yes, in, totally, right? Yeah. Two for Tuesday, we're, we're, yeah. we're expecting twenty percent of the crowd that we have on a Friday night, so everyone's walking around like zombies, yeah. right? And they, and they do that into the, even in the pre-production. And, you're, you know, if it's, if it's a two for Tuesday or wine Wednesday, um, I've, I've often gone, you know, again, that's kind of a, one of the P's of the promotional schedule is promote yourself. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really pr quite simple to throw a wine Wednesday logo up on the video board sure, yeah. and have a PA announcement maybe four or five times throughout the night or yeah. even a small video that promotes wine Wednesday. Yeah. Doesn't take a lot of resources. But it enhances that off night a little bit and makes it a little bit better. Yeah. And even if there's a crazy promotion on those nights, it's how you produce that right. and promote it without putting a lot of resources into it. But really, if I'm going to write it down on a promotional schedule, we better do something about it. Because if, if you know, um, there was one time I saw a great sign, you know, how restaurants change you maybe they fail and then and you'll get the you'll get the sign you'll get a sign that says under new management <laughs> yeah. you know i actually saw a sign one time that says proud to say we're still under old management <laughs> <laughs> but the point yeah. the, the the point i'm trying to make on that is you fool that crowd and the crowd gets fooled by oh this is a cool two for tuesday promotion and then you fumble that promotion yeah. Your crowd ain't coming back to try it again. That's you you really have one, you know, that first impression. You've got to keep making that impression. Understand that those people are walking through your gates. Um, some of them are first time. Some of them might be last timers unless you take care of them. Yeah. Right. So you have to get them through and you have to make sure that that mon Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, those people are just feel just as important yep. as the. July 4th. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. That's a, you know, you don't want to fall into that trap of just mailing it in. And, you know, it does feel awkward always for me to say, don't put a lot of resource behind that because we're always as pretty, you know, we're always go, go, go. And, you know, always operate at the highest level. So if you're going to do something, do it right mm -hmm. um, and do it to, you know, the best of um, the entertainment ability and the promotional ability. Um so, yeah, you don't want to fall, in, no. fall into that trap. Back in my Blues Brothers days, um, when we would work an off night, um, you know, we were pretty, pretty solid. So we'd work sometimes seven nights a week. Sure. Um, and, and, yeah, we would draw more people on a Monday or Tuesday. But if it was a rainy Tuesday, you know, <laughs> and we go out there and all of a sudden there's literally 5% of the crowd you expected or 10%, uh, we would always say to each other, we're not here to entertain for the empty seats. 
we're here to entertain for the full seats. Yeah. And we would go literally meet almost everybody in this whole stadium. Oh, yeah. You know, and shake everyone's hands. And we'd have a, sometimes those Monday nights when we put that effort in were a hell of a lot more fun than a Friday night. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. And you could also, you know, I like to uh, try new stuff on those days, new promotional stuff, new in-game elements, things like that. Just because, you know, if they do fall flat, you know, we only have a percentage of the crowd to see it. But some some of them I discovered my best things on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday yep. with no crowd. Yeah, right on. Anything else you want to add about the promotional schedule? You know, we're going to dive deeper yeah. and deeper into those nights as we go so. on future podcasts. But that's yeah. a good little starting point for that, for sure. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate the insight. We appreciate you guys tuning in as well. Um, as always, comments, questions, send them our way. Until next time, it's all about your fans. See you later, guys. See you later.